Hello everyone, welcome to Mental Health Matters with Wally Cameron. I am your host Wally Cameron and thank you so much for tuning into episode zero. I'm so excited to start this podcast and today's episode is basically just going to be me talking about who I am and what do I do. And so to start off, I am a third year medical student right now. Um, To be more specific, I am a third-year osteopathic medical student, and for anyone who doesn't know what that means, it means that I am pursuing a DO degree or doctor of osteopath um, as opposed to your traditional MD uh, degree. So basically, the training between MDs and DOs is very similar. It's just as DOs, we get an additional... Uh, kind of tool in our belt, I like to call it, which is OMM or OMT, uh, better known as osteopathic manipulative maneuvers or osteopathic manipulative treatment. You'll you'll hear it uh, kind of along those lines. And um, basically, it, it's just a way for us to kind of use our hands as a means to make our patients feel better and Um, just alleviate any pain or any chronic pain they might have uh, using techniques that we learn in our OMM labs, especially in our first and second years. So now that I'm done uh, with my second year, it's been a couple months now, I've completed my board exams and I have decided to pursue this podcast. It's actually been um, a desire of mine to to have a mental health podcast kind of dating back to first, second year of medical school. Um, Mental health is something that has impacted my life. I've seen it impact a lot of my friends and family and something that's even impacted me. So I was hoping to create a platform where we can openly discuss mental health in our lives as students and in our lives in general because at the end of the day, yeah, we go into our fields to you know, become doctors, lawyers, engineers, whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, we're all human. And this is not just exclusively towards medical students or pre-meds. It's really just an open platform for us to all talk about issues that we see in the world, um, anything we're facing at home or intimately at our, in our lives, anything that I've experienced personally personally myself. Um, So I really hope to bring on certain members of, you know, doctors and other classmates of mine to have them on this podcast just to get uh, an idea of what everyone goes through just so we don't feel so isolated. Because if this year has done anything for us, it's that it has further isolated us more than we've already been accustomed to being so uh, in our regular daily lives. And to that point, what I really love and kind of have a passion for is storytelling. I, I love to, and I think that's part of the reason why I'm going into medicine is because I love to meet new people. I love to interact with new people and I love to learn more about other people's upbringings and their stories and what makes them who they are you know why why what is their why actually that's that's been a big motivator for me for going into medicine is learning that because with that you know we all have dreams and aspirations but we all face 
mental health afflictions. We all have obstacles. Um, sometimes our mind, you know, kind of plays tricks on us and, and doesn't want us to, to or makes us self-doubt ourselves. And I think it's important to learn from everyone, learn everyone's story, learn, you know, what they've been through and how they conquered it. Um, and through that, we can all kind of develop a system to better enrich ourselves and then also just continue to pass down that to younger generations as well. Because at the end of the day, you know, our time in this life is very short and we just got to make the most of it and make sure the people coming up behind us have everything they need to succeed as well. For me personally, I would say in high school and in college, I felt like my mental health was not the best that it could be. Um, and I think a, a big part of that was for me personally, growing up in a in an Asian household, especially like South Asian household, um, the idea of mental health and talking about your feelings was not, it just has not been an important factor. And I think I learned that, especially in college, being a pre-medical student, uh, I just learned how to better deal with my anxiety over exams, over grades, you know, trying to make sure I keep up with all these different types of extracurricular activities while remotely trying to maintain a, a social life as well. You know, in college, it, it took a real hit. And I really, going back to that idea of isolation, I really isolated myself a lot in college. Um, but through those experiences, I, I kind of learned like, that's not who I am as a person and that's not what I want to do in life. I want to be someone who can inspire others and then also be inspired by other people's stories and by their uh, tales of uh, perseverance. And through that, I think that's what helps us all become better people is that we continue to strive for a better version of ourselves today than we were yesterday. Having my family, having friends around me to support me during those college years was extremely crucial because it it showed me, not even showed me, but I, I, I knew I had an intimate group of people that I can go to when I was stressed or I was frustrated um, about anything and everything. You know, I had someone that I could vent to at any given time or day um but also i think the maturation in my mental health really came from the realization that you don't always need to vent to someone and i think that's kind of the mistake that i made in high school is that i was i was always there for everyone and in doing that you know being the one to you know try to give advice to everyone and try to be very helpful it compromised my own mental health and i think Mental health is a journey. It's it's a marathon, you know, the saying that uh, it's, a, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Well, it, I think it also applies to mental health because really it is a maturation process. And even now, like I urge, you know, especially older generations who don't necessarily appreciate mental health as much as it's appreciated 
now in healthcare and now just in general through our generations, um, I really urge them to continue to put yourself in uncomfortable positions and see how that makes you feel and then be open to talking about it. Because if you're not open to talking about it and you repress it, then you really end up isolating yourself. And I think isolation is really the worst thing in in terms of managing your mental health because at the end of the day, it is a matter of managing it. And I think, um, you know, throughout my life, I've really looked at sports and athletes as a way of, I guess, coping. Maybe coping is not the right word, but as, as a means of gaining inspiration from them because I know that they're on a much different scale and a much different level of scrutiny. Um, you know, a lot of times you, you hear about them being criticized for a little mistake that they've made in a game or in a match on these uh, sportscaster shows or on these sportscaster podcasts, actually. Um, and it's it's amazing how these athletes, like you, I talked about maturation and evolution of mental health. You're seeing that same maturation evolution in these athletes as well because, you know, back in the 80s and the 90s, no one, it was very nitty gritty and no one really talked about their feelings that was frowned upon but now you have athletes especially basketball players nba players and of note i think someone who i've really come to focus on a lot more nowadays is naomi osaka uh the japanese haitian tennis player who is really outspoken about her struggles with mental health and it's amazing because she, it, you can see through her eyes how much it is a constant struggle every day, you know, because there are days where she doesn't want to play and she's, she has the courage to say, okay, you know what, I need to, I need to take a step back from this. I'm not going to play in this tournament and I don't care what anyone says because she's looking out for herself. She's, she recognizes that she needs to take care of herself first before she can take care of her game and before she can come out and perform and being that role model and being that source of inspiration i think is important to anyone whether you like the sport or not i love tennis i personally i don't play tennis but i i love the sport of tennis um and i love the sport of basketball so those are two you know mainstay sports that i look at and i'm like really trying to gain a lot of motivation from and inspiration from and in those athletes and their stories and with Naomi's situation you know she she's dropped a couple not necessarily dropped a couple tournaments but she's veered away from them and said hey I'm not gonna play and then you still have people in uh, press conferences questioning her her uh, motive behind it and then she becomes upset rightfully so and it's it's frustrating for me as an advocate of mental health to see that to see people you know in these news con in these press conferences try to intimidate others especially when they're feeling down and they're really frustrated and upset um but uh again you know you look at how far the field of mental health and how far it's come, you know, through just these athletes. I think it's really incredible. 
and it makes me really excited to see what's next and how can we inspire those that are yet to come to continue to push for this ad- advocacy and just continue to be better versions of ourselves and continue to make others around us better as well. So once again, thank you so much for tuning into Mental Health Matters with Wally Cameron. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest updates and follow my Instagram page. Um, And just a reminder that mental health matters regardless of what creed, race, religion, ethnicity that we all belong to. It affects all of us and it affects the people around us as well. So just continue to show support, show love, show positivity to everyone you interact with and make sure to take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself then you can't take care of other people and I tell anyone and everyone that who is planning to go into medicine or in medicine already or is in med school already right now that if you don't take care of your own self your own physical and mental health then you won't be able to take care of others and that goes for not just anyone in medicine but that goes for anyone in life you can't take care of your family you can't you know support your kids your wife um your friends your family you can't support them unless you're able to take care of your own self first so i don't know who needs to hear this but just continue to spread the love and positivity and try to be the best version of yourself every day Thank you.